Uh, Danny Gonzalez joined them there. And I was like, what the fuck is he doing at my Rainforest Cafe? <laughs> so I was like, where is this guy based? And I was like, oh, Wheaton? Wait a minute. I recognize this name now, specifically with Wheaton. I was like, oh, because I did speech with him. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So anyway, if you're if 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 uh if he wants to guest on the pod, he can he can hop on. We're still so close. Uh, I would say among all the names that we've dropped on this podcast for people to come on and guest, this is the most likely one that we referenced. Um, I think it's very possible that would come on the podcast. <laughs> Andrea is, of course, not welcome on the podcast. Let's see who else. And I'm saying people we wouldn't have to pay because I am aware it would be very easy to get Chevy on the pod. <laughs> but but we would have to pay him. Yeah, he has been mentioned. His name was deleted. If if this is the, our lead into the episode, uh, <laughs> all these names are getting bleeped. I had a story to share. So oh, please. I was doing this, I made this worksheet for my students to do, and the activity was, like, really dull, but it was, I've been trying to teach them the Dewey Decimal System. I have this, like, video game that we've been playing, and it does a fine Minecraft. <laughs> it does an alright job, but it doesn't do a good enough job, so I made this worksheet where students had to put like they had like a word bank with all the call numbers and they had a stack of books and they had to put the call numbers on each book in order mm-hmm. and then they had to on the back there was a list of titles and then they had to match the title with the call number based on the author's last name mm-hmm. and i came up with all these like ridiculous titles just to keep their interests peaked mm-hmm. and it worked for the most part um <laughs> Like, I came up with, like, Arthur, Arthur Needs Cash by Mark Brown. <laughs> or Diary of a Loser. <laughs> um, but one of them, I was just, like, coming up with, like, book titles for picture books that mm-hmm. just sounded like an inappropriate book for a picture book. <laughs> and there was one called Gambling Baby. <laughs> and... All day long, like, kids were laughing at it. They're like, "What? who would ever get this book, Gambling Baby? But then this fourth grader at the end of the class, at the end of my day, says to me, it's like, Mr. West, how am I supposed to read this? Is it Gambling Baby, like, it's a baby that gambles? Or is someone at a casino and they just won big and they said, Gambling Baby? <laughs> And you said, my friend, that's what a comma is for. 
No, I just burst out laughing because that was <laughs> the funniest thing I'd heard all day. <laughs> the idea that someone in a casino would just cheer over the concept of gambling. <laughs> gambling, baby! <laughs> Works every time. Petition to change the name of our show to Gambling, baby. <laughs> So that was my one story to share. It's a good one. Yeah. Oh, and then just because uh, I might be a bummer, uh, I did get over my illness uh, on the same day that I fell ill. You may notice that no clothes are hanging up behind me anymore. Uh, they're back. That's because. No, they're not back. Back uh, in black. <laughs> Uh, no, in the middle of my in uh, of the night, I heard like a big like smash noise, and I was like, "Oh, I guess a bunch of either a my noisy ass upstairs neighbor just dropped something again, like she does two or three times a day, uh, or b the little hook that we have that holds our shampoo and shit in the shower fell down." Yeah, for some reason. Um, so I checked the bathroom and I'm like, oh, can't f- I didn't see anything, so must have been nothing. Next morning I get up, I'm like, I gotta put my clothes on, so I come in here. My fucking hanger bar that held all of my clothes fell. And this is a a seven foot long bar that stretches across the entirety of this closet. So all of our clothes are required to hang on that bar. <laughs> Why are and now they required I have wired to hang on that bar. I don't have anywhere else to put them. Oh, I thought that was like, like we a don't... lease thing. <laughs> yeah, we're not allowed to hang our clothes. It's a specific agreement on my lease. I'm not allowed to hang clothes. <laughs> the landlord had an altercation with a former tenant. <laughs> it's just, mm-hmm. it's just easier this way. They just wanted to make it clear: hang your clothes here, not outside. <laughs> don't put them in a dresser because I know those get fucked up. Not on a knob. <laughs> no. It costs too much money. Little did they know, if you put a, a, a smidgen too many clo- too many clothes <laughs> on their precious hanger bar, it'll fall out of the three different places that it's screwed in. And I got a messy-ass closet. So there was no, like... So was there anything holding it up in the middle, or was it just sagging? This. Okay. This was it. It was all hanging on this, which was screwed in with one screw to a shelf, and then one to the drywall. I'm pretty sure there's no uh, stud. There's no stud in there. Yeah. Well, and there was no other hook holding it up. Uh, it's screwed in to like the walls with um what was a perfectly circular thing that you're supposed to like screw into and hold something Uh in place. Um, But as you can see, it's Pac-Man had a very bad day. Yeah. Looks like he has uh, Lockjaw. (laughs) I've been terrified of Lockjaw my entire life. Do you think about Lockjaw all the time? I do because I do get these muscle spasms sometimes when I yawn. Yes! I get this muscle spasm like right underneath my jaw. 
and it yeah. just hurts really bad and you're locked yeah. in place <laughs> it's like a tendon or something that i have to like massage yeah but it like sticks out uh-huh. <laughs> you can feel the muscle okay i'm glad i'm not the only person who gets those yeah <laughs> how have we never talked about it? how have neither of us ever done this in each other's presence before <laughs> I mean, it only happens usually like when I'm in bed, like I'm yawning or sitting on the The couch. question still stands. <laughs> We're chatting. We're chatting in bed all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Most listeners don't know that our video call continues. We're We're both one of those people that are just like chaos in a public setting and have a video an ongoing video <laughs> call with someone that's completely silent <laughs> and we're both going about our daily lives but we need to be video calling so we've definitely yawned on call in yeah. front of each other before mm-hmm. but it's just it just hasn't happened yeah just hasn't clicked if this has ever happened to you send us a thumbs up <laughs> welcome and wahey to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, the game show where one of us is quizzed on a movie they have not seen and will not enjoy. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Ethan, and this is your other co-host, American Woman. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from me. Do you have a total count after watching the movie? I didn't hear it again after the beginning. I could just... Oh, it plays at the credits. Oh. I, yeah, which yeah. I assume you turned it off. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> there are there are two during credits scenes that you missed. I don't care. <laughs> I I assumed. There's another Jerry Springer, and there's another um. There's a there's a another sex scene with uh past Austin. Not that Fun. you give a shit. Fun. Really was hoping for more uh, fat bastard. Wow. And I know you love that guy. <laughs> and let me tell the audience right now, for that reason alone, I will not be quizzing you on Austin Powers 3 gold member. <laughs> Is he in that movie again? And considerably more prominent. <laughs> what are you talking about? Where did this guy come from? <laughs> This character had zero presence Look, in the first one. Buddy. <laughs> and you're telling me us you're telling me Mike Myers just wants to do his own version of the clumps or whatever. That's all he really wants to do. I've seen the Pentaveret. I know it's true. I have not seen the Pentaveret, but I do assume that it's true. <laughs> wow. Okay, whatever. Let's get the bacon. I asked you what you knew about it and why you hadn't seen it. Not giving you any points for the why, just because you're not being creative. And I'd like you to say more. (laughs) Okay, I'll do a little more soul searching next time. (laughs) Yeah, next next time for a movie that it no longer applies to. (laughs) Uh, You said that Dr. Evil has another plan, that there's a mini-me. His son is there. Uh, I assumed you meant uh, Scott Evil. Yeah. Uh, and that Austin has a new love interest. All oh, that's correct. I gave you the full point. Uh, yeah, I was surprised. I was like, do we talk more about the love interest part? I think um, so. Yes, we do. <laughs> I have a pretty important <laughs> question about that in true or false. 
Uh, oh, no, it's the next question. What becomes of former love interest Vanessa in this movie? I think I said that she just kind of goes away and they just ignore her. Pretty yes. much the case. <laughs> She's a it's femme pretty close to the case. Immediately, and then she just explodes and move, move along. Uh, which I will, again... I haven't said this to you. I think is a bummer. I really like Elizabeth Hurley. I think she's very talented. Yeah. It's just like Mike Myers was working on the script for this and was just like, what did audiences really enjoy most about Austin Powers in the first one? And it was, his answer was just an exorbitant amount of sex scenes. And they're not even like, The ones in this movie aren't really even funny. Like, there's, they're just going over the same jokes that they did in the first one. And, Again. Uh, yeah. And then sometimes not even doing that. They're just sex scenes that aren't funny. <laughs> or attempting yep. to make a joke. I mean, it may not have been the greatest, but at least the last movie uh, tried to grapple with what would happen if somebody from the Free Love 60s met someone from you know, the more conservative yeah. 80s. 90s. 90s. 100s. Aughts. Ooh, Dr. Evil's plan. I gave you the full point. You said he's going back in time uh, and he's going to get more money. The only part that you missed uh, was that he was not planning to kill Austin Powers, but he was going to steal his mojo. But wasn't he going to steal his mojo to then kill him? I don't think Dr. Evil's plan has ever been to kill Austin Powers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Judging by Scott's reactions every time, the goal has never been to kill him. At first I thought, uh, in terms of mojo, that it was just going to be metaphorical the whole time. Once it became uh, actual fluid that exists in Austin, I became completely uninterested. Sorry, buddy. It's glowing cum. I would have been far more interested in Dr. Evil trying to go out into the world and try and be Austin Powers. The social faux pas that would have come of it, I think, would have been funny. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I think that Dr. Evil is a more interesting character. (laughs) And I, I I hold by that. Uh, and then last open-ended question, what does Fat Bastard want in the long run? You said he's looking for love and he wants to leave the life of crime. That's correct. <laughs> he also wants to stop eating, I guess. I don't know. He just wants to like himself. Sure. Whatever. Uh, in the most is... narcissistic way possible. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you how Fat Bastard's plotline ends in uh, Austin Powers 3? Sure. Uh, very topical. He goes on Jared's The Subway Diet uh, and loses all the weight, except he still has a lot of excess skin. Okay. Whatever. Look up a picture of it if you care. Worst character in this entire movie. Every scene painful. It's just... (laughs) Like... If you, I don't know, if you are watching this movie and you're still laughing at this character, <laughs> you're a bad person. I, I don't know. I laugh at the sheer absurdity 
that we allowed a character like Fat Bastard to exist. <laughs> um, moving on to multiple choice, uh, you have four out of the possible five uh, uh, open-ended questions, correct? Multiple choice, you just got the two. You got the TV show correct. It's Jerry Springer, which you said was okay. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> it was one of the funnier moments, but that's not saying a lot. <laughs> now, this is the only opportunity we have to talk about Rob Lowe as number two. Uh, okay. What makes number two cry? <laughs> um, It's having a ball thrown in his face over and over again. That's correct. Uh, I just like seeing a scene where uh, things are thrown at Rob Lowe and he doesn't like it. But he does a bad job of acting like he doesn't like it. Um, if Fat Bastard is the hands-down worst character in the movie, <laughs> Rob Lowe is hands-down the worst actor. <laughs> Truly. He's just trying to do an impression of the guy who plays number to in the it's present same. day mm-hmm. um but it's just the shittiest impression you could possibly do someone who doesn't he was solely cast because he looks kind of like a young version <laughs> but he has no acting prowess and i'm pretty sure this is shortly after his whole sex tape scandal where he had a sex tape where he Sex with a teenager, I think. And probably. Um, what was I going to say regarding Rob Lowe? I've, I've, uh, I remember there's an interview with Rob Lowe regarding this character uh, because he was a big fan of... I should look up his name. I think it's Robert... It's not Robert Wagner, is it? Oh, it is Robert Wagner. Hell yeah, Ethan. You know all the names of the actors in this movie, which I should. <laughs> If I didn't, it would be weird. But anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, Rob Lowe, big fan of Robert Wagner, felt very embarrassed doing an impression of him in front of the man because he was there on set (laughs) critiquing the performance. Just don't do an impression. Just (laughs) act. (laughs) He would have been better Um, just doing it and playing himself. My God. How do Mini-Me and Dr. Evil show off their relationship? Uh, The answer I was looking for was that they perform musical numbers together. It's not just one, it's multiple. Yeah, true. I like them. I assume you think they're fine. First one was good. It was random, completely out of place. Second time, it was gratuitous and... (laughs) I didn't like. I preferred it just being like Dr. Evil just playing a little ditty on the piano. Forcing all of his minions to watch. Yeah, like a little mini recital. That was like funny and charming and I thought there should have been more of it. Mm -hmm. Well, get ready for Austin Powers 3. They have a rap version of It's a Hard Hard Knock Life. Whatever. You don't like it. You do not like that. 
What's this giving me one of those uh, chimp smiles of when there's a threat? <laughs> Wes, Wes smiles when there's something that he doesn't like happening. <laughs> He's baring his teeth. My fangs are out. <laughs> um, and then how does Austin defeat Mini-Me? You said he's put into a locker. Uh, the correct answer is that he shit into space. Yep. You don't have any feelings about the Mini-Me fight scene? I, I know you don't <laughs> particularly care for Mini-Me as a character. I don't get why Mini-Me became such a fucking phenomenon. <laughs> I don't get it. He is a man with dwarfism. That's all it is. There's no there's nothing funny that happens with his character in this movie. He copies the air quotes, which isn't even funny the first time it's done. Because he why is he even doing that? He doesn't mimic anything else besides the the cat. It would have been funnier if Mini Me was a better father to Seth Green. The Doctor Evil. Like, imagine yep. if that that became like a triangle of some sort, where Doctor Evil was like, "Hey, that's my son," and Mini Me was like, "Well, you don't want him, so I'll take him." And then it just becomes like that would have made the relationship more interesting because then we also have Seth Green this whole movie sucking because all he does is like, "You're dumb, Dad. You're weird." You're dumb, stupid. That's all his lines are. This they had this like fairly funny and a like even if it was generic relationship in the first one where they have this like father son counseling session, group therapy session that like actually was interesting to watch, and then it just like got so dumbed down to you're a bad father. You're dumb, stupid. And Doctor Evil saying "shut up." Uh, I do think that's something that they course correct in the third movie. But again, you're so unenthused uh, that we're not going to do it. Um, <laughs> but in that one, instead of just saying "you're stupid," uh, Scott actually attempts to become Doctor Evil, and he's losing all of his hair. It's pretty. I I I like the arc, and then. Spoilers for Goldmember if you haven't seen it yet. It's weird if you're just watching these movies for the first time, I think. You think it's weird that I'm seeing these movies for the first time? No, because I'm making you. Unless someone's making you. But anyway, uh, at the end of Goldmember, uh, the reason that's fun is because Dr. Evil is uh, turned out to be a, is turning out to be a good guy. This is the fun parallelism. Okay. So, uh, out of uh, multiple choice, you got five out of a possible ten total. True or false, this movie starts with a Star Wars text crawl. Yeah. You know who that narrator is? No. It's Tony J, the voice of Claude Frollo from The Hunchback of Notre Dame and famed Broadway actor. Weird. <laughs> How they got him, I don't know. Maybe Mike met him when he was on SNL. I don't know, living in New York. Maybe he still lives in New York. I don't know. 
Yeah, I met him on speech team in Gurney. Maybe met him while gambling, baby. <laughs> gambling, gambling, baby. <laughs> you gotta love it. <laughs> Mike Myers and Tony J both throw up their arms at the blackjack table. <laughs> gambling, baby. When we go for your bachelor party to Vegas, we're all going to be saying Carrot Top it. is going to be very confused <laughs> when we're shouting gambling, baby, at him. <laughs> In the middle of his show. <laughs> we didn't know if this own. was going to be a good time. <laughs> we're sh- throwing poker chips at him from a <laughs> home case that I brought with me. <laughs> We think that's we think he's coin operated and that's what makes him go. <laughs> we but also only thought sometimes. It, we also thought we could bring him to a casino and see if we could get him cashed out. <laughs> <laughs> How much for him? How much for <laughs> Gambling, baby <laughs> Guitar <riff>. uh, <laughs> Next two questions are about fat bastards, so I'm gonna skip them. Did I get them right? No. Okay, whatever. Uh, I like this question. I'm not sure if you paid attention to it. Uh, Frau gets to the moon on a penis-shaped rocket. You had said false. Uh, So you did get the point. Yeah. But you thought it would be either a regular rocket or a boob-shaped rocket. Mm, I forget how she got through... Uh, that's fully intentional. She's just there. Oh. <laughs> oh, right. She's in the hallway and she tries shooting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is not explained how Frau got to the moon, and I think that's perfect. Because <laughs> I think that character is capable of anything. <laughs> right. She does the count. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> doesn't make sense. 29! 28! <laughs> Do you remember, like, she is, Mindy Sterling is so often just, like, a background character on Mm -hmm. so many shows. What, she played the evil teacher in Drake and Josh. Drake and Josh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, she was in Drake and Josh. I don't know why I thought she was in Ned's Declassified, too. She's not, but I, I thought yeah. that. Was she the teacher or was she Josh's girlfriend's mom? I don't remember. It would make sense that Mindy Sterling played Mindy's mom. Just because they have the same name? Yeah. They probably did that on purpose. What's um, his name? Mindy... The pedophile producer was probably like... Her character's name is Mindy. Get me an actress named Mindy. Mindy Sterling. I'm on her Nickelodeon fandom <laughs> wiki. Uh, no, she was on iCarly. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she As played the, the English teacher, teacher and yes. co-principal. Yeah. Yes, and she had an obsession with Randy Jackson. I remember the end. Uh, she also played Lynn Bayfong on The Legend of Korra. Yes, I did see that when I was looking at her, her uh, filmography. And most importantly, the official English voice of Queen Morgana on the Winx Club. Mm, the Winx Club. America's darling. <laughs> with such terrible animation. 
I would have been into that show if it looked better. <laughs> Probably. What was the show I like was for asking me, you about the other night? Uh, Primeval. Yeah, Primeval. Or Primal or whatever you want to call it. That also had... Did you like how in that TikTok they were like, the, the CGI st- like is was pretty good for its time, but it looks absolutely trash. For the time, it looked honestly okay. Because when, <laughs> when did that come out? In the mid-2000s? Yeah, for TV? Yeah, for TV in 2007, that was good CG. Lost did not look that good. Whatever. And that was the most popular show on television. A show I've only seen the finale of. I think I've to seen the first two seasons of Lost. Come to think of it. So when it was quote unquote good. It was just like a binge watch. Should friends. we watch Lost? I Too barely many people remember anything about it. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to. And then the last two jokes you hated, but you did get one point. Moving on to the screenshot. <laughs> Just no, no clarification for me or the audience. Uh, one was someone says I need an old priest and a young priest. You got to correct that, that was said. It's the chair joke that you do not like. I don't remember them saying that part. Uh, the chair starts shaking and he goes, I need an old priest and a young priest. The power of Christ compels you. Oh, right. Yeah. A joke that I enjoy and you think goes on for too long. It went on for too long the moment it began. <laughs> it doesn't it wouldn't it wasn't funny enough because he didn't like swivel enough. It would have been funnier if it was like fucking Palpatine having to twirl <laughs> all the way like a hundred eighty degrees, but he was only moving like ten degrees, twenty degrees. It should have been jostling him a little bit too. Yeah. We're trying to buck a bumpy him out. ride, yeah. Get ready for a bumpy ride. <sighs> Mike, let us punch this movie up. <laughs> let us punch this movie up 20 years after it came out. <laughs> uh, and then the last one is Dr. Evil is Austin Powers' father, which you said, true, it's false. Care for, uh, care for an Austin Powers 3 spoiler? Sure. Yeah, this is uh, for the audience. If you're faint of heart, you probably don't want to hear this either. They're twin brothers. Their father oh, is Michael Caine. I think I knew that, actually. Well, guess what? You don't get any fucking points for it, because we're not doing a quiz on it. Um, yeah, when I was messaging Ethan about the I'm your father line, I said, this is the most hackneyed joke, and Ethan's like, it's happening now, but it wasn't at the time. And I was like, this movie came out 20 years after Empire Strikes Back. Anyway, Ethan refuses to engage, apparently, with this line of conversation. <laughs> I just so. don't want to spend more time talking about this movie <laughs> that you don't like. Hey, you haven't gotten to my review. <laughs> That's true. I didn't see your letterbox that you wrote. As you were finishing the movie. <laughs> hey, there's a good 40 minutes left of the movie that I, when I made that letterbox. Um, the screenshot. I'm, you don't have to look at it. 
I'm just going to say, you said it was Austin and his woman companion. Uh, that they have vibrators attached to their hips. They're wearing the same bikini. Uh, that this is the beginning of the movie after a plane crash. And the main joke is that Austin is wearing women's clothes. Uh, I gave you three points out of a possible four. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty accurate. Because that's relatively accurate. <laughs> they're just... I think the only thing I could have specified more is that they're arriving on uh, Dr. Evil's Island. That has such bad CGI that it looks like it's straight out of Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see the submarine from four and know just how correct that Jimmy Neutron. This four Austin Powers four is coming. I've confirmed it on this podcast. Yeah, I was I'm say, in it. What the fuck is there buddy? A fourth? The reason that I wanted to cover this movie and I'm I'm leaking it now. I'm Austin Powers now. <laughs> oh, they're like I'm looking for the number. Mike called me. He said I was looking for the number one Austin Powers fan <laughs> to take over the role. <laughs> The number one Austin Powers fan who's still a fan <laughs> after all these <laughs> who's years. Still a fan. Who's seen the movie the most and still <laughs> will still watch it and still likes it. And he rang me up. HBO Max was like, hey, Mike, this guy has watched Austin Powers four times <laughs> since it's been on this platform. And he's like, oh, he's watched the three movies like four times in total no he's watched all three of them four times in the past two years just think about the fall in the like intelligence of the comedy in this movie from the uh like vehicle stuck in the hallway bit Mm-hmm. to Mike Myers when he enters a tent, bonks his head on the metal bar. What are you saying? You don't like the vehicle stuck in the hallway bit? <laughs> no, that one's good. It's a fall from that to yes. <laughs> the most banal <laughs> slapstick com- comedy. Yeah, but when Austin stands up and the shadow makes it look like he pooped all over the floor, you didn't like that? I thought it was, at times, the silhouette thing was clever. Some of the jokes landed, some of them did not. There were a lot of them. They were taking a lot of swings. Yeah. But hey, uh, this movie does demonstrate that gerbil stuffing was something in the zeitgeist. (laughs) That I should have known about. Frankly, I should have known about. (laughs) (laughs) And that's this is my public apology. (laughs) To dribble stuffers everywhere. My my two main announcements are, one, I'm sorry for (laughs) denying the existence of dribble stuffers, and two, I'm Austin Powers now. And three, Ethan will be resigning his role. As host to be replaced by a gerbil stuffer, we're holding auditions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Trying to get some uh, rep from that community. <laughs> There's a big untouched fan base that I think a lot of the market isn't gearing themselves toward right now. Mm-hmm. 2020, the 2020s have forgotten about gerbil stuffers and we're trying to let them know we acknowledge you. We respect you. Yeah. 
I'm taking it to the Supreme Court. <laughs> Wesley, on this quiz, <laughs> you have scored 11 out of a possible 20 points. So, yeah, uh, uh, to recycle a joke that I sent you before, uh, you got a score that a parent would be disappointed in, but you would not get in trouble for. We all know. I've been taking screenshots of our messages for months now and just posting them on the Twitter page. That's my contribution. Mm. They're so (laughs) mad that I'm recycling jokes from our text threads. All right, let's get to these bonus questions. I know this boner wants his extra points. Give them to me. Give them to me, daddy. Uh, Open-ended, what movie does Dr. Evil show the President of the United States? Is this in the end credits? Did I not see this? No, you just weren't paying attention. <laughs> he talks about Jerry Maguire, was it that? Uh, he does quote Jerry Maguire, but there's a specific movie he shows to threaten the president of the United States. Oh. Tim Robbins appeared and Wes checked the fuck out. He's like, I hated Shawshank. <laughs> I can't remember. The correct answer is Independence Day. I was going to guess that. <laughs> he, he fucking wasn't. No, I should have just guessed. Multiple choice. What does number two dislike about Mini-Me specifically? You get two points if you get it before I say the options. The biting. That's correct. You get two points. He's a biter. Mm-hmm. You can really tell Rob Lowe doesn't like Mini-Me. <laughs> he loves Vern Troyer. Hates Mini-Me. Uh, and then finally, true or false? Mike plays five different characters in this movie. Oh, boy. Austin Powers, Fat Bastard, Dr. Evil. I feel like I did see him play another character. I'm going to say false for. It's correct. It is false. I would have taken three or four. So I originally wrote the question as he plays four characters, but I thought you would have fought me on the fact that uh, he technically plays Austin Powers twice. Yeah, I was thinking that, but I thought there was another one that he went. No, it's just just, just the three. Uh, He was actually playing Rob Lowe playing Robert (laughs) Wagner. That's why it was bad. It was a double up impression. It was too hard, too hard to keep up. No, you know what it was? I hmm. thought he was mini-me. I get it now. That's the joke. <laughs> it's so funny. All right. So, Wesley, before I reveal your total score, would you watch this movie again? I just want to say out of my not-good-find-good review, giving this a good... <laughs> no, this is not good. This is a bad movie. just to just to force people who are on your letterbox <laughs> to to listen to the podcast. This is not a good movie. Um, there's inklings of 
someone who's good at comedy <laughs> in this movie. There's like we talked about my my biggest gripe with Austin Powers is that like it I don't know what it is really like is it a parody of James Bond because it's what tropes is it sending up besides the sex and that's not even like getting I, I it's getting sent up I guess but not in like a James Bond way and mm-hmm. it's there, uh, so much of it is has nothing to do with that genre whatsoever and like at the there's there's no everything just feels like a caricature there's nothing there's no character that feels real there's no one that feels like i can have any sympathy to mm-hmm. it just feels like a guy who is given a bunch of money and is just messing around Adam Sandler? Hmm. I wonder why there is so much crossover between the worlds of Mike Myers and Adam Sandler. Hmm. Playing multiple characters in the same movie. Hmm. Casting all of your friends. Well, Mike Myers can't really do that because he doesn't have any friends. Besides Snoopy Dana Carvey, him. kind of. Dana Carvey doesn't like him. <laughs> Do I, uh, would I rewatch this movie? The answer is, of course. I will not ever stop watching all three of these movies. Oh, man. It's a compulsion. <laughs> uh, these are my comfort movies because I literally just turn them on and I can play the entire thing in my head. I Whoa. don't even have to pay attention to them. Uh, I could probably read the entire script of all of these movies unprompted. Um, it's such a bad movie. (laughs) (laughs) This one in particular, I don't think I like as much as the other two. The reason I'm not showing you the third one, despite the fact that I think it's more fun, uh, is because general public consensus says it is the worst one of the three, and, uh, it is pretty much reviled. Why? Um... People say that the jokes don't land. A lot of people say that it tries to be, it tries to earn seriousness that it doesn't deserve anymore. Um, people, I think, incorrectly saying that Beyonce Knowles Carter is not a good performer. I think she's, she does exactly what she needs to. Um, there's a lot of fat bastard. There's definitely <laughs> anti-Asian racism. Okay. They go to Japan. Oh. Fat bastard is a sumo wrestler. Ah. Uh. Hero from Heroes is in it. Uh, <laughs> he has a cameo. I have I have a couple questions that I'm just going to spoil because I'm obviously not going to do the quiz anymore. But Hero has a quote, which I think you may like or might hate, uh, in which they're running away from a parade float that looks like a big scary dragon. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, someone goes, run, it's Godzilla. Uh, but then Hero t- turns to the camera and says, but for legal purposes, it is not Godzilla. <laughs> it just looks very similar. And the other guy goes, but we should still run like it is Godzilla. <laughs> 
that's funnier than uh, all the turn to camera in this movie, which was mostly just product placement. Yes. Um, but then I did then have another question. Thinly veiled or not veiled at all as a joke. <laughs> yeah. Whereas Austin Power, or whereas Wayne's World, very much a joke, and I do like that. And I would, I will still cover that movie. Don't worry, audience. I'm gonna force West to watch a movie that I watch every year on my birthday. Because like Mike uh, Myers, you don't have any friends. <laughs> I don't, I don't have any friends. Last year was actually quite sad on my birthday because I couldn't think of anything to do. No, I, I had a question where I was gonna ask you which canceled actors appear in Austin Powers Three. Because the number is high. Uh, <laughs> is you Mike say, Myers one of them? <laughs> no. But within Austin Powers 3, they make a movie about Austin Powers and cast a bunch of Hollywood actors in it. Okay. I would say the only one who's not canceled is that playing Mini-Me in the movie within the movie is Danny DeVito. Uh, playing... Gold member is John Travolta. Why was he playing? <laughs> playing uh, the love interest in that movie is Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. Playing Austin Powers is Tom Cruise. All right. And the big whammy playing Doctor Evil Wesley, who's the most canceled actor of recent history that you can think of. Louis C.K. <laughs> uh, I said actor. Um, Kevin Spacey. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> His face appears <laughs> every time I watch Goldmember and I go, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Huh. So yeah, a lot of not great folks <laughs> in that movie within a movie. And Jared does show up. <laughs> Jared Leto? Jared from Subway. Oh. Not a canceled actor, but I guess just a canceled person. <laughs> it's a criminal. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, can I just call him a sex offender? Is that? It's not alleged, right? Like he was guilty. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and then is this movie better than the first one? No. I said no. Wesley says no. <laughs> Great. Uh, so Wesley, on this movie in particular, you have scored 13 points. I deserve it. <laughs> after sitting through this movie you might as well get something out of it when i come home from work i like to relax (laughs) (laughs) you're telling me that this put you on edge and you didn't just turn your fucking brain off i want to just be on my phone (laughs) and frankly you could have been yeah you would have scored relatively (laughs) similarly on the bonus questions (laughs) Okie dokie. So that is Austin Powers, a movie near and Austin Powers 2, a movie near-ish and dear-ish to my heart. (laughs) We're going to take a short break and Wesley's going to quiz me on a movie that he loves very deeply. Planet of the Apes 2001. Mm -hmm. And we're back. With gambling, baby! (laughs) This time with more gambling baby um this is a movie planet of the apes 2001 that 
for years i never saw in its entirety i would only see certain parts of it after i returned home from church because <laughs> it was always on local channel fox 47 <laughs> yeah that does in sound the like afternoon on a sunday <laughs> All right, Ethan, why haven't you seen this movie? And what do you know about it? Um, I remember seeing this movie. It couldn't have been on TBS. Maybe it was like FX. It's probably FX. Maybe. Uh, like I would scroll past it. The color palette is <laughs> too green. <laughs> and uh, because I got it confused with the box art I had seen of the dark crystal i was too frightened to engage with the material it's too okay. green what no, happens could... in it i'm gonna first of all stop you and say completely agree i should have had a question about the coloration of this movie it's just awful <laughs> it's like very dark greens and blacks and yeah it feels like they put a blue filter on top of it, on top of everything. Yeah, it's a very ugly looking movie. <laughs> Coming off a different Tim Burton movie, which I think has an incredible color palette. True. The dude doesn't, I don't think he knows how to make movies. <laughs> well, we need to watch, we need to watch Big Eyes. Hmm. That's the one yeah. Tim Burton movie that I've actually enjoyed. It's about an and it anime doesn't feel like a. <laughs> no, you're thinking what was that battle? For Alita some... battle yeah. angel. <laughs> what are we gonna Which do that different... on the podcast? <laughs> we gotta pair that up with Chappie or something. <laughs> and Wally, we've both seen Wally. And, we can do movies uh, about robots. Robots. <laughs> And we can then, do movies about cubics, robots for everyone. We can do. Did you see uh, Pixels? I could quiz you in Pixels. I don't want to fucking watch. I and mean, I don't, you watch, could quiz I don't want to me. watch Chappie either. And then you could quiz me on that guy from the first person shooter perspective movie. Oh, where... fuck. <laughs> Something hard. Oh, I remember when that came out. It was, it was like in 2014, 2015 that movie came out. Yeah. Can't remember. Don't care to look it up. <laughs> Hardline? Hardcore? I think it was Hardcore. Or Hardcore Henry. That sounds right. Not going to look it up. What happens in this movie? It's the plot of Planet of the Apes. <laughs> you know it's... you know, Planet of the Apes? Write the whole script down. That's what it, That's what it is. But a little bit wackier. <laughs> a little bit spooky. <laughs> Alright. Ethan, why is Monkey so smart? <laughs> Monkey so smart because James Franco <laughs> pumped him full of smart zero. <laughs> Monkey so smart because... Humans died and be- they became the new apex predator. So they just evolved once humans died? Yeah, pretty much. 
somebody fuck a monkey before human go away and that human monkey baby got real smart i found it he's again baring his teeth because i found the (laughs) truth (laughs) what's in the forbidden zone is this just <laughs> your quiz from Planet of the Apes, the original movie? I may have borrowed some questions. <laughs> Look, folks, I was pressed for time. <laughs> yeah, he wrote this quiz immediately before we started. Not an uncommon thing for Wesley. <laughs> to forget to pull my fair share on this podcast. You had extra time. <laughs> I was sick all weekend. I literally, when I was messaging you in the bathroom on the toilet, I was messaging you, oh, uh uh-oh, someone forgot to write a quiz, and then I was like, what movies was I supposed to watch for this season? I couldn't even remember that. (laughs) This is a a feeling that I get on, like, Thursday or Friday every week. Definitely not on Tuesday after we've pushed back the recording by three days. Um, What's in the Forbidden Zone? (laughs) The Forbidden Zone is the remnants of human civilization um, that no one's allowed to go to. Uh, It's also the area where the nuke had been launched from. This is just a quiz on what I remember from Planet of the Apes. All right. What does General Thade want? <laughs> okay, there's a new character. <laughs> General Thade, Mark Wahlberg, couldn't be. Do you want to guess? Is that... Uh, no, I feel like this was before the time that we were letting Mark Wahlberg play the highest ranking official. Okay. <laughs> before we let him be <laughs> the commander-in-chief. Mm. Which president could Mark Wahlberg play? Trump or Reagan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to see. I want to see Wahlberg do a Reagan impression. <laughs> he wouldn't. He wouldn't attempt any vocal work. Mr. Gorbachev, tear <laughs> down this wall. <laughs> I believe in trickle down economics. Uh, General Reagan's Thade... famous line. <laughs> Yeah, he said that all the time. Mr. Gorbachev, I believe in trickle-down economics. What does General Thade want? Trickle-down economics. Um, No. General Thade wants to establish a new colony for humanity. I was in a movie with Bonzo. Remember? It was called Bedtime for Bonzo. <laughs> Who would Reagan be saying that to? <laughs> Nancy? Oh, Is this during the Alzheimer's part of this? <laughs> what was the name? What was the name? Of this, uh, what was the movie called? I was, I was in it with a monkey. <laughs> I I want I want only you Mark know Wahlberg so to play. little about Ronald Reagan. 
what do I give a shit about that white supremacist? I'm literally playing a Dungeons and Dragons campaign right now where the villain is based on Ronald Reagan. None of us have done anything to learn anything about him. <laughs> All right. What less iconic statue does this movie end on? First one ends on Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Less iconic statue. Uh, world's biggest ball of yarn! <laughs> Is that your honest answer? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> the, the Crystal Rendator, of course. Ah. I have no idea how to what I think. It's the big statue of Jesus, and I think uh, I don't Christ the Redeemer, the Art Deco statue. Uh, well, yeah, it is Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> We're not even in America. <laughs> We've moved all the way to Brazil. Wes, well, good you thing played... that you're you brought that up because my next question was, what Brazilian president does <laughs> this movie predict? Bolsonaro. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> My brain going to the only <laughs> Brazilian president I've ever heard of. All right. How have you played so many games of Civ you don't know the name of Cristo Redditor? I would recognize Redditor. it, but I don't know, like... The amount of people who've said it out loud to me in my life is could probably fit on one hand. Well, it definitely doesn't help that I said it wrong four times in a row. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Crystal Redditor? Crystal Redditor? <laughs> no, that's my username. <laughs> the girl I've been DMing? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> the hunk I've been courting? <laughs> You've been porning me for three months? <laughs> okay, multiple choice. What's different about humans in this one compared to the original? A, they are much more diverse. B, they can talk now. C, they have their own civilization. Or D, they have gone extinct. I'll say they've gone extinct, mostly because uh, let them hire fewer actors. It's a cost-saving measure. I don't think that it could be that they can talk this time. Because if they did, that's removing a pretty big plot point <laughs> from the first movie. Colonies, I, I thought, was possible. Okay. Who plays the main human character in this movie? A, Leo DiCaprio, B, Mark Wahlberg, C, Bruce Willis, or D, Russell Crowe? It's Marky Mark. It's Ronald Reagan. (laughs) The definitive Ronald Reagan. How do the humans travel through time? A, time machine. (laughs) B, weird electromagnetic storm. C, cryogenic sleeping again, or D, it is unclear. Red meat. Red meat of unclarity. (laughs) Uh, But I'm going to say... I'm going to say weird electromagnetic storm. 
Okay. I almost said that's like the Fantastic Four. Like that's what did it. Pretty much the same thing. Yeah. I told my brother to watch the 1994 Fantastic Four. He did. He had a great time. (laughs) Colin, if you're listening, I know you're not. Has Kira's dad seen it yet? I don't know. I'll he was, the, he was the one who brought it up, right? Who was yeah. Like, he how it. are you watching it? Yeah. yeah. I'll I'll talk to him about it uh, this weekend. He's coming to visit. In fact, I'll just put it on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what wanna is? Hear, uh, I want to hear Doctor Doom go. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then muffle all of his lines. <laughs> Dubbed in poorly. Yes. Oh, no, that's not the problem. They had it through his mask. Yeah. (laughs) What is something the apes do in this movie? A, just fly in the air. B, have have implied sex with humans. Hmm. C, eat humans. D, ride in tanks. My brain is like, I've seen an image of them in a tank. But it could just be the time I went to the tank museum. (laughs) With your pet ape. With my my pet Bonzo. Uh, What was the second one again? Have implied sex with you. Yeah, it's that one. It's that one. We move from the kiss in the first movie. (laughs) How do we top it? How do we top it? By topping them. Or bottoming. No judgment if you top or bottom an ape. Okay, this one, this question was me scraping the bottom of the barrel. It's a real specific question that I really don't care about. So I get the point no matter what. (sighs) (laughs) What does Kalama, the sacred temple, actually mean? Eat shit. A, First, fuck you. A, can't live with humans. B, caution live animals. C, caution live humans. Or D, the meaning is searched for for most of the movie and it's never found. Who cares? Just <laughs> say caution live animals. <laughs> because D, I'm coming uh, to terms with for myself (laughs) is an option that I put in expecting you to pick but really what it is is I couldn't be bothered to think of a fourth answer (laughs) (laughs) a little behind the curtain for the fans (laughs) just gonna let you know now you earned yourself a bonus (laughs) (laughs) true or false this movie has erased all religious overtones of the original. Now, my, the problem is my brain went, no, Zack Snyder directed this one. There's even more now. <laughs> the monkeys are gods. <laughs> uh, now I do want to see a Zack Snyder, Planet of the Apes. Not not, not of the Planet of the Apes. But you would literally just you. see, he would make the apes into literal Nazis. Yeah. Like, he would just do that. You're telling me you wouldn't want to see that? <laughs> it would be terrible. <laughs> and it's all grayscale. <laughs> You've been begging for garbage. And that might be 
one of the I'm worst movies ever made. I'm not looking for poison in my pig trough. <laughs> this would be the one that kills you. True or false? Does this movie erase all the religious overtones? Uh, true. True or false? Charlton Heston is in this movie. False. Couldn't be bothered. <laughs> you meaning you mean like Tim Burton didn't even bother to ask? Him? He forgot the movie was in post production. He was like, "Oh shit, could have." We asked the president of the NRA. <laughs> True or false? Someone says, "Never send a monkey to do a man's job." That's a terrible line. True. True or false? Someone says, "Take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape." False. You made that up. No one's ever said that before in any movie. Send in the original. Um, <laughs> true or false? And again in Rise of the Planet. <laughs> true or false? There's a team of 12 humans this time who land on the planet of the apes. That's too many. That's too many characters to not give a shit about. True. <laughs> Half of them die in the first 25 minutes. <laughs> True or false, this movie came out mere weeks after 9-11. Oh. I think that's true. Going with true? Yeah, sure. Movies movies still came out. People still, people were still going to the movies after that happened. I was. I saw Planet of the Apes. <laughs> <laughs> while in mourning <laughs> alright I'm gonna send you what I think might be one of our best screen grabs I just want everyone to know he texts that to me after every single screen grab that he sends me and then after I send him one he says I think this might be one of our worst ever screen grabs <laughs> You text me privately and I resist the urge to cry on mic. I'm playing very subtle mind games. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very good one. <laughs> this is a very good one. Yo, fuck, I forgot to say that Paul Giamatti is in this movie. So <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> I don't think this is him, but... So what we have here is... <laughs> All right. First, like we've been talking about, color palette is bad. It's dark. Uh, but we have a monkey prying open a very upset man's mouth and staring into it. Uh, it looks like... This man has a gold tooth. <laughs> uh, so, based on that and that alone, monkey like a shiny, monkey gonna get the shiny. Rip this man's tooth straight out of his skull. This is... Uh... So, one of my questions was gonna be, what is the monkey looking for? It's the gold tooth? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's looking for his secrets, which reside within the uvula. Monkeys in this movie wear what appear to be medieval knight's armor. Um, And then I'll say this is like... End of first act. 
establishing the monkey as threat. Oh. Okay. That is the quiz for 2001's Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes. 2001 A Monkey Odyssey. <laughs> Which doesn't really work with how much monkey is in 2001 A Space Odyssey. True. You could very easily just call that movie 2001 A Monkey Odyssey. You've been listening to the game show. We ain't seen nothing yet. The current score is Ethan, 21 and a half. I'm at 36 and a half. You can find this movie on, let me look it up. I've been so kind to you. I've been so generous giving you movies that you can watch on a streaming platform hulu apparently oh fuck <laughs> that's a surprise weird where did you oh i i guess you didn't fucking watch it i watched this uh i think in june last june okay and you didn't make a quiz then are you gonna watch it with me this week or are you just gonna go based on your memory <laughs> I think I know all the answers to this quiz. When am I going to watch this fucking movie? With Kira's Papa? Yeah, with Kira's Papa. We'll do a double feature, Planet of the Apes and Fantastic Four 1994. (laughs) And then send them back home. (laughs) The fuck out of (laughs) here. We agreed to one movie night. I've had enough of you. You can follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It. On Twitter, you can follow Ethan at Powerful Goose and on Letterboxd at Eagies. You can follow me at Baby Westwee on either platform. And remember, Zack Snyder's Planet of the Apes will kill you and me. <laughs> Caesar. <laughs> Apes together strong. <laughs> Did I tell you that sometimes when I hold Takara and my <laughs> lips are right by her ear, I say, Caesar. <laughs> she hates it. <laughs> I imagine she would. 